the minute we take an active participatory role in the world, everything shifts for the better. The, the confidence, the level of agency that you have for yourself, the level of like, I've got this-ness, it just increases by just doing something. If you're a person who's looking to have more purpose in your life, if you're saying to yourself, I don't want to just go to work, I want to do my life's work, this is the show. Don't keep your day job. How do you figure out how to take your passion and turn it into a profit? Thanks to Buffy for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. For $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit buffy.co and enter promo code DREAMJOB. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your old home movies, film reels, and photos. Visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering my listeners a huge exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash DreamJob to get 40% off your first order. With this exclusive deal, LegacyBox starts at just $45. Go to LegacyBox.com slash DreamJob and save 40% today. This podcast is also supported by Skillshare. Skillshare is giving my listeners two months of Skillshare for free, which gives you unlimited access to over 25,000 classes. Go to www.skillshare.com slash dreamjob2 to start your free trial today. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. Hope you guys had a good weekend. I was not feeling well this weekend. My throat was like swollen and I went to the doctor and he gave me a shot and gave me some medication. And I really rested this weekend because my body was like, Kath, slow down. And I realized so many things just by pausing. It is so important to rest. It is so productive to rest. There is so much to surrendering and to arriving where you are and welcoming yourself home to just be here. And knowing that your value is not based on your productivity. And it's okay to not do it all, all the time. And for me, this is a huge lesson. I think for me growing up, I never felt at ease in my house. And then since I've been on my journey and, you know, growing and becoming an adult, I've just never stopped achieving and never stopped reaching because I think I always have this desire to create something different than what I had growing up. But what's interesting is when you've built a beautiful life and you have a safe space to call home and yet you don't open that door and welcome yourself home to sit and arrive and just now be here. And I think sometimes we're still running as fast as we can and we, we're here. And sometimes those old ways of coping or surviving are now actually keeping us from just enjoying our life. So I think that there's a lot also in our society that's constantly feeding this notion of like never enough and you're only as good as your most recent achievement. But it's amazing how resting is actually one of the most productive things you can do. Because when you stop and refuel, there's so much wisdom that you gain and you then have your cup refilled so that you have more to give. So sometimes it's good when our body tells us to slow down because it's really a gift. And weekends are not the only time to rest. Maybe this week we could build in some rest time during our week, maybe we can actually put a reminder on our phone to take a 10-minute walk after lunch or to spend 30 minutes before we start our day just making, like I've said before, that appointment with yourself to just collect yourself and have a cup of tea and just really sit and enjoy it. 
I'm really excited about the two things that are going on right now that I've designed to help support you. One of those things is our Dreamtopia workshop. And that is a two-day epic, incredible experience. There will be a sound bath. There will be incredible speakers there like Amber Ray and Andy J. Pizza and Amy Tangerine and Emily McDowell and on and on and on the list goes of just one incredible soul after another who will be there to help you gain clarity and to help you really feel that knowing inside of you that's guiding you to what it is that you want to do to bring to the world, to serve the world with the thing that only you can do. This two-day event is going to be amazing, and it's March 14th and 15th in Los Angeles. So many incredible people have been messaging me that they're flying in from Colorado and Beijing and Australia. I just know that you guys are going to make incredible friends, and you're going to leave there just feeling so lit up and so clear about what the next steps are for you to really lean into what you came to this world to do. So we have a few seats left and they're going really fast. If you want to get a ticket, you can get a half price ticket if you use the code LASTCALL when you go to dreamtopiaworkshop.com. I highly recommend that you do. Also, for those of you who can't fly in and make it, the other thing that I'm offering is coaching sessions with me. I'll be doing group coaching sessions over video chat, and I'm really looking forward to this. This is the thing that I told my team I felt like I wanted to do more of, so I'm really looking forward to that. If you use the coupon code BOOK when you sign up for these coaching sessions, you can get 50% off that series of three coaching sessions, and there's a link to that in the show notes, or you can go to kathycoaching.com and get all the information there. Don't forget that registration for this coaching ends on March 3rd. So you definitely want to register before March 3rd if you want to take part in these three video coaching sessions. And remember, you can get 50% off on these coaching sessions if you go ahead and pre-order the book and use the code book when you go to buy those sessions. I cannot wait to see you guys over video chat, and I cannot wait to spend two days with you guys in person, those of you who are going to be here for our Dreamtopia workshop. Now, if you do want to come to this Dreamtopia workshop and you're thinking, I'd love to be there, but I live so far away and I'd have to book a flight to get there and it's just too hard, let me tell you something cool. We're doing a giveaway. We're partnered with Spirit Airlines and we're giving away four tickets so that you can fly out to LA for free. So if you want to be eligible for this giveaway, here's what you got to do. Come follow me on Instagram at kathy.heller. Then you can post a video of yourself saying why you want to come to our workshop. And if you don't feel comfortable posting a video, you could just post something in your Insta stories and tag me at kathy.heller and just let people know about this workshop and about why you feel it's going to be so awesome. I would love for you to tag three friends who might be interested in coming to this event and make sure that you also tag at Spirit Airlines. If you post this by Thursday night, you'll be eligible to win a free plane ticket to fly out here to the Dreamtopia workshop. Again, we have four tickets to give away, so you definitely don't want to miss out. Speaking of the workshop, I wanted to give you guys another little teaser. So I'm going to now play you a couple clips of the wonderful guest speakers who will be there. First, we have Andy J. Pizza, the host of the awesome podcast, Creative Pep Talk. He has the most infectious energy and enthusiasm, and he shared something on the podcast that has become one of my absolute favorite quotes. Take a listen. I don't care whether you think we've been put here by some kind of higher power or if you think that we evolved to be the, the way that we are, whichever way you want to slice that. At the very least, your DNA was orchestrated to be completely unique, never, ever exist again in the same combination of yours. And because of that, you're one of the most rarest resources on the planet. Oh Just by sheer, you know, why do we like diamonds? Why do we like gold? It's because they're rare on this planet, but nothing is more rare than an individual. And the combination of your 
DNA, your experience and your experiments is incredibly valuable to lots and lots of people that need what you've got. And one of the things that I just am desperate to convince people of is please, please put in the time and energy to find your gift, develop it and shine it out in the world. It is so worth it. Your future self will be so profusely thankful for you saying yes to that journey. And please do because we need that stuff that you're going to make. So that's just a sneak peek of the amazing words from Andy. And I'm so excited to see him at the workshop because he's going to give you such an incredible masterclass. He's going to get everyone super fired up. Also speaking at this event is my good friend, Amy Tangerine. She's a designer, a crafter, and a professional scrapbooker. She's one of the most sparkly, generous human beings I know. Here's a preview of the awesome wisdom she shared on the show. You know, following what lights you up is something that so many people don't do and not enough of us are putting those gifts out there because I don't know for, I can think of hundreds of excuses, but that's where we have to inside of ourselves say, no, that's not right. I do have permission. I can do this and I can try it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it comes from, Hey, what's the worst that could happen? Really? I'm so impressed with your insight. The last thing I wanted to cover, often people will say, what is the point for me to start my own podcast or why even bother having my own pie shop? There's already 1,500 other people with a pie shop. Is there room when things have already been done? There is so much room and it's so necessary that people share their gifts. Everybody has their own unique story to tell. Everybody has their own unique journey. And if we don't share those gifts, then what good is it inside of you? There is so much room. There's there so is. much room. And guess what? What are you going to do? Say, oh, well, I'm not going to take a picture of my child because there's so many other people who could take a better picture. No, you're going to take that picture of your child. I don't know why that is so difficult for people to understand that you can only do – I think there's a quote in here that I, I, I'm thinking of. So the quote is, believe in yourself. Let yourself be yourself. That's the quote, right? So if you don't allow for that space to express and share your gifts, I mean, is what are you going to do? You're going to regret being. And that's the whole reason we're here. Yeah. We're here to be. So if you want to meet Andy and Amy and all the other phenomenal speakers, make sure to join us at this workshop. Tickets are at dreamtopiaworkshop.com. Use the code last call and you can get 50% off. Okay. Today on the show, we have Mickey Agrawal. And let me tell you, She's a force to be reckoned with. She's a serial entrepreneur. She's founded several very successful companies like Thinks and Tushy, and she has restaurants. If that's not enough, she's a best-selling author. She's been named one of Fast Company's most creative people in 2018 and Inc.'s most impressive women entrepreneurs. She's super down to earth. She keeps it so real, and she knows her stuff when it comes to creating a successful brand. So I think you're going to love what she has to say. Before we dive in, let's just say a quick thanks to one of our sponsors. So last year when we moved, we found all these old home movies and photos collecting dust in our closet. And I thought, we can't just let these things sit here and go to waste. So I sent them to Legacy Box and it was super easy. They professionally digitize everything onto a thumb drive, a digital download, or DVD. Every item comes with easy to follow instructions and safety barcodes and personalized updates at every step. 
Plus, you'll get all the original recorded moments back, along with the perfectly preserved digital copies. You can save your family films and photos from degrading or being lost forever and bring back those memories to watch and relive them again. Also, your closet will thank you for clearing out those old VCRs and boxes of old photos. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. You can visit LegacyBox.com today and get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering my listeners an exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash DreamJob to get 40% off your first order. That's LegacyBox.com slash DreamJob and save 40% today. Get started preserving your past. So now please welcome the amazing Mickey Agrawal. Hey, Mickey. I'm so excited that you're here. It's the best. Wow. Thank you so much for having me on. You are so your own person, just blazing your own trail. Everything you touch turns to gold. So why don't we talk about the beginning, like where you were before you founded Thinks and Wild and Tushy and before you wrote your books? You know, the famous saying goes, necessity is the mother of invention, right? I mean, it always starts with us. Um, My first book is actually called Do Cool Shit. And the subtitles, quit your day job, start your own business and live happily ever after. And so when this podcast (laughs) came up, I was like, wait a minute, this is perfect. It's crazy. It's basically three questions I boiled it down to to figure out what to really start in your life and mm-hmm. um, and to choose because there's so many options now. There's so many ideas floating around. We have like every day there's like, oh, what about this? What about that? And it's like, which one do you actually double down on and start? And so I kind of like put into three questions. And the first question is, what sucks in your world? Um, so it has to start with you. So for me, all of my businesses really started with a pain point for me. Um, And then the second question is, does it suck for a lot of people? God, is this good. If it just sucks for you, then you're like a diva. But like, if it sucks for a lot of people, then you're like, oh, business opportunity. And then the third question is the most important question. um, And it's, can I be passionate about this issue, cause, or community for a really long time? Because if it's just like selling a bunch of t-shirts, you know, after a while, it's like not that exciting. But if you're selling t-shirts or if you're selling a product that's not only going to change your life and change your pain point, but it's going to change the life of somebody else, then you'll be a lot more passionate to keep going. You know, with Mm -hmm. Tushy, my most recent company, you know, for every Tushy bidet sold, which upgrades your health, hygiene, and life, which, you know, helps save 15 million trees from getting flushed down the toilet at an affordable price, only $69, we are funding clean latrines all over India. And to date, we've helped build sanitation facilities and toilets for now over 25,000 families. Oh my God. And so that along with shifting culture in this country really drives us to keep going. I was so impressed just now how clearly you boiled that down. Gosh, I mean, I I just love the way that you, you articulated that. When we had Seth Godin on this podcast, he said that at the core of anything successful is radical empathy and that that's what makes mm. businesses successful. Not only did you say that, but then you gave us questions to help us really articulate that. What are the qualities in you that have allowed you to give yourself permission to stand up, speak your mind, put things out there, believe in yourself? What do you think it is, if you could boil it down, that gives you that permission to serve the way you do? I 100% believe it starts, the permission and the fearlessness really starts with creating a strong community. And I like for yourself, not just like, you know, to build your business or things like that, but truly to, to really, you know, protect your soul and to really love 
love you and you know who you are for me i mean i i was lucky enough to be in community from the moment i was like in the womb <laughs> i have a womb mate i was i'm a twin and so yeah. i've always sort of been in community in that way i have a third sister who's 11 months older than us so we're irish triplets <laughs> you know i played soccer starting age four so I always had my you know a soccer team and then i was you know my monday to friday we had french school and saturday we had japanese school and sunday we had hindi school and we just became really ingrained in the Japanese community, in the Indian, in the Hindi community, and just understood the meaning and the importance of having people that you really care about and that care about you. And I think for me, you know, building the businesses that you know I've built, which are all in the taboo space, people are very uncomfortable talking about it. People, you know, including society, wants to see you fail. You know, as long as I have people in my community who are like, you got this, Mickey, I believe you, I see you, you know, and, and I see them. And, and as a result, you can wade any painful times, any like in quotes, you know, societal failure, if you have to ever go through that, it doesn't matter because like you tried and your friends see that, see the effort and see the love that you gave to the thing. And in my book, Disruptor, I, I completely eliminate the word failure anyway. You don't even like, it's like the concept of failing or failing forward is even a negative word. We just replace it with revelations. Like what has been revealed to me by while, while I'm experiencing all the things. And so I think when you have a community that really holds space for you and you just like lose all of that, the shame of failure or what shame is, you're like, eh, I'll do anything. I'll try anything. It doesn't matter. That's like whatever amazing. happens, I tried it and I experienced it. It is amazing how we keep talking about it. We keep, you know, harping on it and people are so self-defeating and like we, we give ourselves such a hard time and then you you step back and you recognize that that's all just part of the discovery. It's all just part of developing something and, and so we should surrender to it. And I guess what you're saying is it's always made it easier because you had people in your corner who remind you that you're lovable because you're you, not because of what result you're getting on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's exactly it. And it's just like the number one most important thing is participation. Like you're participating in your own life oh, and you're doing wow. it and you're like, you know, putting putting one mm. foot in front of the other and, and, and just going for it at all. Just, you know, so I think a lot of people talk a lot and are, and are afraid to take action mainly because they're afraid of what people are going to say or what society is going to say or what, you know, or, or if they failed or what that means. And off, it all comes down to saving face. And it's just like, and, and my whole question is like saving face to who and for what, for what purpose, you know, like we're, you know, from the point we graduate college, to the point we die, we only have 21,000 days to live. That's it. And it's like, what are we going to do with that time? Are we going to just spend it worrying about what other people are going to say and what centuries past, which is what society deems acceptable to society is, is allowing you to do with your life and say what is right in the world? You know, it's like, we're all going to die. Like, let's just live fully alive and fully positive and joyful and, and disrupting all those preconceptions that, that are completely all made up. Like, literally, it's all made up. But when you realize that, you're like, oh, my God, I can completely decide for myself what is authentic to me, like what makes sense, what, what, what feels like I'm in integrity with, and I'll go and do that. Yeah, even time is made up, right? So is it true that you worked in the World Trade Center before 9-11 and like slept through your alarm or something? Is this a true story? What is the story? Yes. Yes. And so when I first graduated from college, I got a job in investment banking um, at Deutsche Bank directly across two World Trade Center. And my subway stop every single morning was two World Trade Center. And I would basically you know, get off at Two World Trade Center, off the subway. I would walk upstairs and get tea with my girlfriend 
um, who worked on the hundredth floor of the of Two World Trade Center, and then I would walk across the street to my office, which is directly across Two World Trade Center. And nine eleven happened, and seven hundred people in my girlfriend's office died on that day. Seven hundred. Um, two people in my office died on that day, and every one of my friends and colleagues like had these harrowing stories of like sprinting underneath cars and underneath like things just before like shrapnel hit the ground and killed so many people. And um, it was the first and only day in my life that I slept through my alarm clock. It was the only day in my life. And my girlfriend who worked on the hundredth floor, like went down to get coffee right before the plane hit. And I thought she was Mm -hmm. dead for like three weeks after, because of course no one could get in touch with each other because all the lines were busy. And I remember when we finally got in touch with each other, we both just broke down and cried for hours. And it was just an incredible time. It was just a, an unbelievable one and only day you slept through your alarm, you wake up and what happens? You're already getting ready yeah, well, so I was freaking out because I had just started my job, like literally a couple of weeks before, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm gonna get in so much trouble," and I wake up and I, I I'm like, you know, trying to call a car service to take me, you know, to take me to the office because I'm late, I'm late, and so I was like calling and calling and nobody was picking up and nobody was picking up, and finally a car service picked up and I and I was just like, "I need a car, I need a car," and he just says, "Turn your TV on," click, and they hung up. And out of context, you're just like, turn your TV on. What What is happening? Nobody would answer. I was so confused because I just didn't know what's going on. And I finally turned the TV on and finally checked my email. And I had hundreds of messages. People being like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, where are you, where are you, where are you? I, you know, and then it all just like kind of unfolded before my eyes. And it was crazy because we then, because our building was pretty much destroyed. What the, the craziest story is what happened. I never tell the story um, of what happened after 9-11 was three months after 9-11, they were still pretty smoldering the buildings. And um, the investment bank was sending in one person per investment banking group because they, they found that parts of the building were secure enough to go in with a Marine and retrieve critical documents for the investment bank, for Deutsche Bank. And, um, and I volunteered and I happened to be the only volunteer in the investment bank to want to go in and retrieve critical documents for the group, for the investment bank. And so I did a physical fitness test, a mask fitting class. I did asbestos training, did the whole thing. And the day came where I met with a Marine at the base camp of two world trade center there was like literally an army like marine camp it was it was felt like we were oh in a different God. planet and then i we put in we put on two moon suits gas masks goggles flashlights i had nine pages of documents i needed to go and find in the rubble and the two of us just went in and retrieved all the critical documents that people were asking that is completely unreal did this experience where you watch this yeah. you know incredibly horrific thing happened. Did that make you say, I do not want to yeah. work for an investment bank and I want to go yes. start my own company? Is that, yes. is that tied that, into this? So how did, when was that wake up call? Was I that was, right away? Was no, that three no, no. days later? No, no, no. It happened pretty much immediately where I was like, oh my God, the mystery of life is that you never know when it's going to end. It could absolutely end tomorrow. I can literally walk out of my house and there could be a meteor that hits the planet and like we could all die or there could be a like a freaking bomb or whatever. And we just don't know ever if we're going to live another day. And so 
in that moment, I was like, every moment I live on earth, I'm going to live it completely lit up on purpose, like doing it exactly, you know, what I want to be doing with my life. And so that's when I wrote down the three things I wanted to do, which was the first was to play soccer professionally. The second was to make movies. And the third was to start a business. And that's when I went and played for the magic New York magic was holding tryouts and I did the whole thing. And then, um, tried out for the team, made the team. And then I had three ACL reconstructions thereafter. And then, um, I went to the film business, um, you know, worked my way up to producing commercials and music videos. And that's when I had my first idea, which was born out of a stomach ache on sets of commercials, eating all the crappy craft service on sets. And that's when I had the idea for my restaurants, which was gluten-free farm to table pizza. And then from there, things started from there, icon and then tushy. And it kind of all, built from there but that's that where that's where so it all began extraordinary and what's also amazing is that you wrote down the list of the things that you wanted to do and then as you were sort of going forward and and making those things happen you were also open to new things coming in and look what's happened that surpassed your wildest dreams like you allowed yourself to follow the current i do believe that's one of the crux i think issues is that people should allow themselves to be led to where they can serve because sometimes we put ourselves in a box and we're like i'm only going to be a musician or what i'm supposed to do is have this one particular idea come to life and then meanwhile things are like hitting you left and right how about this how about this and you're just like have blinders onto it because we think we know but you're open and look how much has become as a result of being open to where you could be led and what might you know what might come next that you have to offer um, what an incredible story. And you're right. We never know when the time is up, which is so scary and sad. But at the same time, it it forces you, if you're aware of that and you stop desensitizing yourself to that, to, to live on purpose, like you said. So we've got a lot more to get into, but let's take a quick minute to thank our sponsor. Like Mickey, most guests we've had on the show are multi-hyphenates, and that's because they stay curious and they're always looking to build new skills. That's why you're going to love Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators with more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more. You'll discover countless ways to fuel your curiosity, creativity, and career. I've taken their classes in hand lettering, watercolor painting, and I'd love to check out their marketing classes because that's something that we can all always use more tips on. You can also take classes in freelancing, social media advertising, photography. There's really something for everyone. Whether you're looking to discover a new passion, start a side hustle, or gain new professional skills, Skillshare is there to keep you learning, thriving, and reaching those goals. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer. You can get two months of Skillshare for free when you sign up at Skillshare.com slash DreamJob2, and that's the number two. That's two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash DreamJob2 to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash DreamJob2. So I want you to tell us about things because 84% of our audience is women, and I want them to hear about this. Yeah. And so, I mean, in my book, Disruptor, I talk about how oftentimes in containers of playfulness is when like really big ideas come. That's it. And and so at my family barbecue, my twin sister and I were defending our three-legged race championship title. Ah! And in the middle of the race, my twin sister started her period. And we had to sprint through the finish line, you know, sprint up the stairs to our the living room bathroom. And as she was washing our bathing suit bottoms, was when the idea hit, like ding, ding, ding. Oh my God, wouldn't it be crazy and amazing to create a pair of underwear that never leaked, that never stained, that supported women every day of the month in just like the three-legged race, important games. Um, (laughs) We got important things to do right now. (laughs) Right? 
And my, and then we, we went outside and talked to my older sister, Yuri, and she's a head and neck surgeon. And she was like, yeah, when I'm operating on someone's face, I can't be like, yo, face, stay open. I'm going to go change my tampon. I'll be right back. Like, oh you just can't do that. God. And then she has to like operate and just bleeds through everything. And same thing if you're like performing. I played soccer all four years in college. I played for the New York Magic for two seasons. In the Who of the are game, you? Like, yo, ref, stop the game. They go change my oh tampon. My if you're, you know, stuck in traffic, if you're making out with a boy, if you're like taking a test – it's really hard to be like, I'm going to have to jump up and go and sure. change my tampon. It's a constant problem. And so that three-legged race happened in 2005. And then two th- I just started my restaurants then, so we kind of tabled the idea. And then 2011, we picked it back up, brought in our third co-founder, Antonia, and started spending you know a lot you know our time really developing this pair of period-proof underwear. And um, spent the next three and a half years, four years almost, developing this high-tech pair of underwear that never leaked, that never stained, that supported women every day of the month. And um, and it really had to work for us. It wasn't just like a, eh, could work, but it had to really, really work for us. And then we really had our, our soft launch in 2014, had our grand launch in 2015, and and then we just hit exponential growth. And the company just took off. In the beginning, it sucked. Nobody wanted to talk about it. Nobody wanted to like even cover it. Everyone was like, ew, it's disgusting. And I'm like, what's so funny about it is that like the fact that that, that, that this stuff is taboo at all. It's just like the fact that it's taboo at all is so bizarre to me. And I think that's where I was just like, oh, there's a real like taboo thing here. And it's not like I want to create a period feminist movement. Like no. it's not at all like, <laughs> you know, setting out right, to do. It right. just kind of like happened. And I'm just like, I, all right, well, if that's what you want to make it out to be, go Isn't for it. But amazing. like, this is why I did it. That's, like, that's how, you know? that's how and so unseen this is that it's becomes like so extreme and you're like, oh, I thought it was just like an everyday thing. Okay. You know what I mean? And, and it's, but it's great. Well, it's interesting because it's great. And it's also like, I'm just trying to like solve a problem here. Like, wow. My goal is to literally solve problems for women. Yeah. My husband said to me when we first got married, yeah. he was like, I'm going to tell you something and it's going to change your life. I'm like, what? He goes, not everyone has to like you. Okay. That's it. And it's so freeing (laughs) when you're like, you know what? I'm not going to be everyone's flavor. Like you could be the best peach ever. Some people are like, I don't like peaches. So it's like, like it's, soft you know, it's, it's, yeah. fine. it's like some people it's not their cup of tea it's all good 100 percent. but i think it's important to call call those people out and and you know it's like one thing to ignore them which i you know 99 percent ignore that yeah, but like it hurts. you know one or two you know people who want to just buzz in your ear and and like the, you know the way the way we talk about it is like do you actually want to talk have a conversation or do you want to hear yourself speak and let this be about your ego and really it's all about like proving to the world how woke you are all you're doing is actually alienating people and that's just not productive and i need and we need to start calling people out like you know i do block you know people who are just negative and and i think that's an easy way to do it just like all right you don't want my light bye but on the other hand sometimes you know, you just want to put your foot down and be like, you know what? I'm going to push back. It's going to be fun. I'm just going to do it. And that's it. Yep. All right. Next. And so I finally like, so every once in a while I just throw down a thought and then I'm like, I'm putting one thought. I'm not, I'm not adding more to it. I'm just writing one thing and then I'm out. Yep. So when you're building, I mean, you also built uh, a restaurant called Wild, which you have three locations, right? There's one in the West Village, yes. one in Park Slope. There's also one in Guatemala. Is that right? 
Yes, and they're gluten-free farm-to-table pizza concepts. And I started them in 2005 when nobody was talking about gluten-free farm-to-table, organic, local, seasonal. You know, those words were just literally, ugh, organic probably tastes like cardboard. Ew, disgusting. I bet you, you know, it has no, probably tastes like the Mojave right, right, Desert right. in my mouth, you know? And it just like, you know, you name it. And I got all of the pushback there too. And again, it's all training ground to really be like, oh, like people are really sensitive about this. Let's figure out how to like really encourage them and challenge them to do something different. And I have a thesis and the thesis really stands the test of wild, of thinks, of icon, of tushy, of all my businesses. And they all, they all, the thesis really, really works. So, so it's a super simple, seems like it's basic, but it's, it's often not three pronged thing. It's like a tripod. So of the tripod, it's three things to truly shift culture, to truly shift consciousness. The first is obvious, which is a best in class product. It can't be an okay product. Can't be like, yeah, this will do. It really has to be a product that you would want, that you would want to use, that you would want to wear, that you would, that really works, you know, a best in class product that you've considered really all the things, you know, like period proof underwear did exist. They were just plastic diaper like oh. things that nobody would ever wear. Bidet, bidet attachments existed. They looked like these weird geriatric contraptions that, you know, were from like a weird like utilities yeah, yeah, company. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, there was right. no design. It was ugly. It looked like something was wrong with you. It was really not ideal. It was just not a modern product. And so, so that was the first thing is best in class product. And then the second prong is considered design across every touch point of your brand. You have to consider the aesthetic. You have to consider the look and feel. You have to consider all of it. Like, like you have to think about it through a lens of art and not through the lens of marketing, not through the lens of, you know, promotion, not through the lens of PR. It has to be through the lens of art. And, you know, my team and, and, and I, we all, I'm always going in nature. I'm always going to galleries. I'm always looking at art just through the lens of like, oh, wow, like look at that person standing, look at that person sitting, look at that person's laying. It's, it's something that you can really use to influence the creative that you, you put out. And there then becomes this level of guttural. It comes from your gut, from your soul. It's no longer oh, a piece of marketing. It's like this yep. soulful piece of art that you want to you wanna put on your fridge and that you want to put in your home mm. because it's so artful. It has to be considered artful design across Beautiful. every touch point of your brand and really, wow. really can't compromise on that. And then the third prong is it has to be accessible, relatable language across every touch point of your brand. It can't be a technical, medical, yeah. clinical, academic thing. You know, like initially when we started Thinks, it was like, Thinks quad tech technology, oh, four oh, layers of technology that makes it antimicrobial moisture wicking. Yep. <laughs> and it's just like, what is happening? Versus right, like, right. it really works, you know? So we went from like really technical, medical, academic, clinical to texting mm. our best girlfriend, mm -hmm. writing like we text our best girlfriend. If you look at all of my copy for all my brands, if you go to hellotushy.com, by the way, do not go to tushy.com. It's a porn oh, site. <laughs> go to hellotushy.com. And so when you go to hellotushy.com, you can just see the language. It's so fun. It's so silly. It's so like, it's just fun humor. You want to read the fine yeah, print because that. you want to see what the next joke is. And that it turns something really complex and weird into something really accessible and relatable yeah, to you and that. who you are. And so if you really get all three right, the best in class product, the right artful design and the accessible language working together, you can change culture in any category. I love how you've distilled that down. I love how the beauty of it and the artfulness of it is something that you take, you know, such to heart. I think that Apple has obviously done that. And I heard Steve Jobs say that was his number one intent was making something beautiful. Um, love it. 
So I just want to spend two minutes talking about this incredible book that you just wrote. And as you guys can see, listening to her talk, she has just so much fire and so much to share with you. So I highly suggest picking up her book. So in Disrupt Her, it breaks down areas of our life where we can disrupt common beliefs. And there's some exercises at the end of every chapter. So we've talked about this a lot. You know, this is so much part and parcel of who you are. And so we've been talking about it throughout the episode already. But let's just get into it for a minute. When you're writing this book and you're helping people transform those limiting beliefs, like what's one thing that somebody could think about right now that might even clue them in to some limiting beliefs they have? And how might we be able to disrupt that so that we can break free of that? Yeah. I mean, I think every area in our life, we, you know, there's a level of preconception and, and sort of societal brainwashing that kind of makes us think that we're thinking it, but it's just so deep deep in there that it is indoctrination. I mean, that's just the way it is in, in pretty much most of our lives. Like when you think about your career, how we have to follow a linear career path, even, even in today's world, like you think about people like Michael Jordan, who tried to, who spent, was arguably the most successful basketball player in the world yeah. and, you know, switched to baseball and everyone laughed at him and like, stick to base basketball, you suck. You know, and all of a sudden he just like laughed his way off. It's, it's really hard sometimes to live in your full authentic power and in, our, in your authentic truth because there's so much shame and it's hard to feel like you can do it on your own. And, and also it's like, oh, this is the way the education system is. I'm going to put my kid through education. Meanwhile, the way we're learning, it's like we're learning the way factory workers learned back in you know the Industrial Revolution, You know the standardized tests, the rows of desks. That was all created to create cogs and machines, to create better factory workers who are obedient and who just listen to orders. That's why so many people today are on Adderall or on antidepressants because they're just, this is like, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I need to be learning a different way or what's wrong with me because I can't fit into this standard. I can't disrupt my life. That's only for people who are, XYZ, you know, anyone can can create disruption in the world if they really set their minds to and actually took action. Yep. There's just so much that we don't know that's so deep inside that this is just the way it is, but it's not. None, none oh of it is. God, and so the book so really much. kind of uncovers where all of these societal preconceptions come from, the historical context of where these common beliefs come from, and then disrupts them one by one to, to give you full authentic power of your whole life forever. <laughs> Every minute of this podcast, you're just saying thousands of things that are so remarkable. Like people are going to be stunned and like, we're just taking copious notes. I love what you've been saying and we're going to get to more, but first a quick ad break. Buffy makes comforters that are better for you and the earth using skin-friendly eucalyptus fabric and fluffy fill made from 100% recycled water bottles. Guys, this is super cool. Buffy is made from plant-based fabric and is ultra breathable to keep you at a comfortable temperature all year round. The outside shell is 100% eucalyptus fiber, which is softer than cotton and naturally soothes skin. And then the inside is made from 100% recycled BPA-free water bottles that are transformed and given a second life as a soft, fluffy fiber. It feels even even softer than down while keeping approximately 50 bottles out of landfills and oceans. They also offer a complimentary trial so you can try a comforter in your home for 30 days. If you don't love it, return it free. I love this comforter. It's so much softer and comfier than my old one. And it's seriously like sleeping with a cloud. I really treasure those few hours when I get some shut eye. And this has been so helpful with getting a great night's sleep. For $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter promo code DREAMJOB. That's Buffy.co and code DREAMJOB for $20 off. So 
as we sum up, I feel like the number one issue for people at the end of the day, they're going to listen to all this and hear how fearless you are and all the incredible success that you have. And they're hearing you empower them and, you know, giving them all of these incredible thoughts that will help them to get over that self-doubt. But I think it does come back to that. I think that people feel like they're not enough. I think people feel like they don't have what it takes. Um, or they think to themselves, well, she's solving all these problems. All I'm doing is I want to make pottery or I want to make pie or all I'm doing is I want to make jewelry. Like, how is that enough? But we have all these different ways of unraveling ourselves and thinking basically that we're not enough. Our thoughts are not enough. There's no room for us at the table. The table's already full. There, there's no need for our opinion or our perspective or whatever. What would you say to those people? How do you help people see that they are enough no matter what? I think it starts with flexing the muscles of action because I think, yes. you know, we we feel like we you know, are not in control of, of our destiny when we're just kind of passive to the world. But the minute we take an active participatory role in the world, everything shifts for the better. The the confidence, the level of agency that you have for yourself, the level of like, I've got thisness, it just increases by just doing something. You know, I wrote my first book's called Do Cool Shit for a reason. It's like, it's about doing and taking action. And, and the only way people will feel like I'm fulfilling on my destiny or I'm fulfilling on, on, on myself is by, by being a participant in your own life. And that's, that can only happen when you're taking actual action and you're just not talking or trolling or reading or, you know, or, or just taking in, but you're, you're putting out. That is absolutely brilliant. Given that, what would you say is one thing when people finish this episode now and they, you know, turn it off, What's the first thing or what do you think is the most important thing for them to focus on doing? Number one, really focus on building your your community, your personal community. And that includes people who are really, you know, fulfilling on their dreams because then, you know, you're, you are the average of the five closest friends you keep. Right. And so the people you have close to you is what you're inspired by. So if you're, if you're really interested in, in building anything, spend time with people who are, and then just constantly meet and hold each other accountable and say like, okay, what, what are you working on right now? And, but then not just becoming friends, but like adding value. You know, I talk about my friend Max all the time who, when we first met, he was 22 years old. I was 32. He was working in advertising, but he wanted to like change his career and he didn't, didn't know what he wanted to do yet. But he sat down with me and like when we were just in all in Panama, that's where we met. And like, he was just open to receiving like anything that we taught or shared or whatever and not even taught but just shared of our own lives and he shared back and you know he just kept showing up and I think that's something that I I keep saying over and over again but I think it's just showing up for others and showing up to things that 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 really help advance the thing that you want to do and cultivating your community because when you show up for others they'll want to show up for you too. And then it'll, it'll actually open doors much faster for you. You know? So I think it's just like, rather than doing anything about like advancing your business, it's just like show up for others and then see what happens. Um, Thank you for being here. Tell us where we can find you. Um, Definitely check out the book. Um, If you want to see the um, video I made, go to disrupther.co and then just go on Amazon and definitely get yourself a copy of the book, um, disrupt-her. And then if you want to see all my projects, definitely go to hellotushy.com and then the rest of the stuff, Mickey Agrawal, M-I-K-I-A-G-R-A-W-A-L.com. And you can, you know, book me for speaking or other things there. 
pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for adding so much value. You're so generous. You just have so much good stuff. You want so much. It's so obvious how passionate you are, not just about doing what you're doing, but helping other people to really show up in their life and feel fulfilled. So thank you for doing that. And thank you for creating this forum for people to share. Yeah. So you're the best. Wow. What an incredible conversation. Here are the takeaways. Number one, ask yourself, what is a pain point in my life? Is it a pain point for other people? And can I be passionate about this for a long time? Number two, surround yourself with people you care about who care about you. You can wade through the painful times as long as you have them by your side. Number three, replace the word failure with revelation. Let yourself just have the experience. Number four, participate in your own life. Flex the muscle of action. Number five, we never know when life could end. So live every moment completely lit up and with purpose. Number six, have a best in class product. Create something that works and that you would want. Number seven, consider your design, the aesthetic and look of your brand through a lens of art. Number eight, speak to your tribe as if you were talking to your best friend. And number nine, cultivate your community. Show up for others and doors will open. So if you want all these takeaways and some discussion questions, we put them in a cheat sheet so you can download that through the link in our show notes. You guys, you know, last week we officially hit over 5 million downloads, which blows my mind. And that would not have been possible without you. So thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for listening to the show. Let's keep spreading the inspiration. So please share this podcast with a friend. Take a second right now and either share this episode or another episode. Just go ahead and take a second. This makes a huge difference for me and my team. And maybe it would make a difference for whoever you're going to share this show with. Subscribe, please, if you haven't already. And leave us a rating and a review on iTunes so we know how this podcast is affecting you. I love you guys. You're the best. I'm thinking of you all day long. I'm rooting for you. I'm going to leave you with another song of mine. And by the way, another perk of pre-ordering the book is that those of you who send me a screenshot of your pre-order, I'm sending you a link so you can download all the songs I've been playing on the show. So if you want that, just go ahead and send us a screenshot of your book pre-order to hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com. And remember, if you pre-order the book, you can get 50% off the Kathy Coaching Sessions, which you can find at kathycoaching.com. There's also a link to that in the show notes. And there's a lot of other good surprises coming up for those of you who pre-order the book. So let me just say a huge thank you. It means the world. And I will continue to look for ways to support you as you've been supporting me right back. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com. So many times I chose to run. So many times I held my tongue. I held my tongue. Never saying what I needed to.
Like a soldier 